It's now time for our children's story. If the children would come forward, Edgar will have our children's story. Do you have any more kids? All right. All right, good. I feel better now. I was worried a minute. I was only have going to uh, tell the story to the bigger kids in the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so our story for today, um, I'm going to read from Genesis uh, for our introduction, and then we can, um, I'll narrate a true angel story. Um, I'm reading from Genesis chapter 12, um, verses 1 and forward. It says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, and in you, and all the families of the earth, you shall be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord spoke to him, and the Lot, and Lot went with him. Now, you guys know the story of Abraham, right? And people in the audience are absolutely yes. Do you think at some point in time, well, let me ask you this. If I told Hubie, Hubie, you need to leave your country and go somewhere else, but I will tell you where that somewhere else will be in the near future, what would you say to me? No, thank you. <laughs> He's honest, at least. That's good. Now, I could imagine maybe in some deep thought in Abraham's mind, thinking, why would God send me somewhere else besides my home country? Now, what was so special about Abraham at this point? Not after he sacrificed his child or he hit. What was so special? There's something... Something that the Bible says, I think uh, Pastor Kent told us one time about Abraham. He was rich. He was rich. 
okay? And I think the emphasis is on rich on certain translations. Now, if you had all the money in the world and someone told you, I need you to leave, would you do it? Go to another country. I won't tell you where it is, but it's somewhere else. So the story goes, um, my mom, um, she had left her home country, um, wasn't in the best of conditions. There were several events that had happened that went, you know, went bad. Um, my, her father, my grandfather, had passed away. She was the only one that was supporting our family out of all the brothers and sisters. So she came to this country back in a long time ago. I lost my math now. Um, 1970. She actually started working at a factory. Mind you that this is not her home country. She came as a stranger. Now, when the Bible talks about strangers, who are they referring to? Cameron, do you know? Will you be? Strangers? Matthew? Liam? You know what a stranger is? Someone that, the, exactly, very good. Someone that doesn't belong in that country. Now, she came to work, and unfortunately, when in the area that she had worked, she was working for a factory. I don't know if you guys remember. My mom worked in a factory for over 32 years, doing the same thing over and over again, waking up at 5.30 in the morning, coming home at 4.30 for the next 32 years. Do you think you can do that, Cameron? Yes. For 32 years, the same thing. Putting one piece of plumbing equipment in a packaging and press a button and do that for eight hours a day, five times a week, 32 years. No. Yeah, I saw his face just immediately change, like, very good. But that day, something really strange happened. Back then, unfortunately, some of stranger laws um, people came into her factory, and they were looking for strangers, people that didn't belong there. And as I remember correctly, there was, my mom had narrated this story a few times, there was chaos in the factory. Now imagine if they came after you and say, hey, you don't belong here, you don't belong here, you don't belong here. What are you going to do? Uh, you going to stay there? No. Run. Exactly. There's a lot of people running. Running, everyone is trying to find out where the exit is. All the exits were blocked. And the only thing that my mom remembers, Matthew, can you stand up for a minute? Was that she had turned around, cover your face, face the wall, and the police came and said, where are all these people? I can't find them. And then he came back again. You know, you can still face that way. You can stand up. Stand up. We're looking for these people that don't belong here. And then they came back again. Where are these people? She could not be found, my mom. So she was so surprised that she became invisible. And when she tells me the story, I kind of think of the people that actually come to this country that probably don't suffer as much, but they do suffer. Um, but the Bible tells us something special about strangers, right? All right, so was Abraham a stranger? Where was he going? 
to Canaan. Where else did God send him to? A country that starts with an E. Egypt, right? Were strangers treated very well in Egypt? Were the Israelites treated well in Egypt? How long were they in bondage, the Israelites? As slaves. 400 years. Exactly. Very good, Matthew. Can you imagine being not only a stranger or an immigrant, but also a slave for 400 years? That means your generation plus your generation, your kids, your grandparents, your great, or I'm sorry, grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren to the 400 years. Can you imagine that? So I want you to think about this because there's a um, big event that's going to come up in November, which I always like because there's a lot of food and, and you don't get to work. But the bigger purpose is that there were immigrants that came to this country looking for something better, looking for religious liberty. So I'm going to read to you Deuteronomy 10.19. Therefore, love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of where? Egypt. Who was God talking to? His people, right? Through Moses, right? And if you even read the Ten Commandments, God says, you know, I am your God. I was the God that took you out of bondage and took you out of the land of Egypt, right? Exodus 23.9. Also, you shall not oppress a stranger. In other words, who? The immigrant, the people that don't, are not native-born. Because you also were strangers in the land of Egypt. You see how God kind of repeats the same thing over and over again? Do you think he does it for a reason or is it because we forget? How many times do our parents have to repeat the same thing over and over again until we get it? That's what God's doing here. Then, if we read a little bit further, um, bless you. Yes, so Exodus 22, and I'll leave it with this. So remember that there are people here that are also strangers. They're also trying to find a better living. God is always with them too. And even God in his, in, in his word says, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Jake, Isaac, right? And he's also the God of, uh, of, of the strangers because God wants everyone to be treated equally. So that is my story. The story is called The Invisible Woman. My mom came here for a reason. She didn't find all the money that she needed. Apparently, there were some economic issues that didn't go too well, but she actually found something better than money, and she found Jesus. And I wouldn't be telling you this story if she wouldn't come here and accepted Jesus. And, you know, uh, we have a lot of immigrants in this country. This country was formed with a lot of immigrants. So think about, you know, next month, Thanksgiving, don't think about, you know, food and pie and turkey, but also think about those people that came to this country with nothing, looking for religious liberty. Thank you very much. You guys are dismissed. You can go to your uh, seats.